What's up, guys, and welcome back to Beyond the Void Horror Podcast. That's right, we're back. It's Monday. Woo! Boo! <laughs> <laughs> I hope you're nuzzled into your little fucking hell hole. Hell hole. How can I your can hell talk? Hole. Yeah, your little hell your hole. Your hell hole that is Monday. And you got your headphones on firmly listening to the beautiful, mellow sounds of Brittany and Alex. <sighs> 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 Have you come yet? I did. <laughs> That's out of control. Good. This is the oh, Christian nice. show. Um, um, no, it's not. <laughs> today, guys, we got a really good show for you. We're going to be uh, nervously entering into the grave plots land, as always. Being resurrected. You never know what's going to happen. But it's been a while. It's been like a month since we did it. Mm-hmm. So it's time, Brittany. Fuck. And they love the grave plots. No, I like it because it's a it's a creative mental exercise. So mad. It really is. I lo- I actually really like the idea. It's just scary. I'm a little less stressed about it this time than it was yeah. last time. Well, that's probably because we're drunk. <laughs> well, I was drunk last time, and I was still oh, like, God, oh, yeah. fuck everything. Like, I thought I was ready, and I was not. That's what I was telling Esmeralda. She was like, oh, your microphone sounded like they were cutting in and out a little bit. And I was like, no, we were just really drunk. Yeah. <laughs> I bob and weave a lot yeah. when I'm really drunk. <laughs> She's like, you want a piece, Mike? Yeah, I try and fucking fight it. It's pretty great. <laughs> so what have you been up to this week? Um, uh, Just preparing for camping this weekend. Oh, yeah. Um, my mom's in town visiting, so. Mamala. Yeah, it's pretty cool because um, she's been fighting cervical cancer, so she's uh, in remission currently. Good. So she's got you know clearance to travel and everything, so. She needs to get the fuck out. Yeah. I don't blame her, yeah. She's a goddamn break. Yeah. So she flew in yesterday. Nice. And Mouse picked her up from the airport and brought her home. And so we're just kind of hanging out a little bit between work and all the other bullshit I have going on. Right. On Thursday morning, we'll leave to go to California to go camping and jet skiing and boating for a couple days. Well, that's pretty fucking badass. It's pretty fucking badass. I'm going to uh, drive a fucking jet ski all over that bitch and <laughs> run over children. It's going to be great. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to be going to for to celebrate Christina's birthday. Happy birthday, Christina. Happy birthday. I love your face, bitch. Oh, it's this week, anyway, that you guys are listening, <laughs> I think. Well, no, it, no, it'll be already passed by the time you guys listen to this. Yeah. So we'll have celebrated and shaken the night with our wonderfulness. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see what happens, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but we're going to actually go visit Jerome. Oh, I'm hella jealous. Yeah. I don't know. She's like, let's just wing it, which usually means... We're not going to do shit. Right. You know what I mean? Because like, if you don't plan it, you're just going to be like, well, I don't need to go here. Yeah. So I'm going to try to force her. Are you going on Friday? 
Friday or Thursday. Okay. So. I was like, don't go Sunday because everything's closed or closes really early on Sundays in Jerome. So. Oh, yeah. No, we're going during the week, actually. Are you staying at the Grand? We might stay. We were going to stay at the Asylum thing or whatever, the old Asylum. That's but, the Jerome Grand Hotel. Is it? That's okay, yeah. That's the one, the big one at the top that's of the That's the one, yeah. We yeah. were thinking about it, but we're not sure. We're like, that's 150 bucks. It's amazing. Yeah, well, I don't doubt it. I want to go there just for the whole fucking ghost thing, you I know? I got fucked, like, no, we legitimately had some fucking paranormal experiences really? when we stayed there. Well, there's yes. going to be some activity in that room, I'll tell you oh, what. Go. But I don't know if it's paranormal. <laughs> What is it? What's Might be it, some otherworldly uh, shit, it, though. Oh I'll tell God. you that. What's it called? Some ectogasms <laughs> yeah. are going on yeah, in here? I don't know. Yeah, maybe the ghost will film us. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> no, we did. We had some serious action when we stayed, so. Are you guys picturing it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Earmuffs, children. <laughs> I see Billy. I see Esmeralda, Natasha. I'm just kidding. I feel like I'm Paddington Bear. Daniel. Yeah. <laughs> Daniel? Who's Daniel. Oh, you're just making names Daniel. up. <laughs> oh, Sprinkle? Yeah. <laughs> he uh, tunes in I don't know if he listens. Whatever, he reads shit. Yeah. Just tell him his name's in it and he'll listen. Yeah, bitch. What's up, Daniel? You listen to me? Mm-hmm. You listening? Submit. I'm no. just kidding. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> uh, but yeah, guys, we're going to be doing our grave plots here in a little bit. So. Uh, but I think it might My be God. that time, Brittany. Fuck, is it that time? It is. Is it that fucking time? All right, guys, so we did a special little something for you. This Thursday coming up, we're going to be doing two movies of the creature variety, the ankle biter variety. The slimy chihuahua variety. Yeah. (laughs) The greasy little monkeys that are going to be like crawling up your leg and biting you. It's uh, Ghoulies 1 and 2. Yay! So we figured we'd kick off this week with a pretty cool shot that Christina came up with. Go, Christina. And uh, we're going to be calling this shot a Ghoulies stoolie. (laughs) As in poop. All right, you get it. (laughs) It's like if you've seen the movies, you understand. Yeah, they, they're Needs pretty. No explanation. Right, they'll get you in the end. Giggity. That's the tagline. In the, in the right in your brown eye. Yeah, <laughs> which they never did. In well, we won't talk about that. Yeah, we'll hang on for that. But the interesting thing about this shot is it's not a regular shot. It's our first Jello shot. Woo! We've been talking about doing Jello shots for like a year and never did one. Oh so God. Christina was like, "I'm putting." She did it together the night before. She was like, I'm making them right now. We're just, she bought all these ice cube trays with like spiders and uh, skulls and shit. And then we ended up using these little tiny little <laughs> shot glass solo, solo cups. cups. <laughs> yeah. Which is so cool to me. It it's so party. fun. Hmm. There's so many little people in these movies, too. <laughs> yeah, a little bit, yeah. I'm sure like two of them are dead. Yeah. But anyway. Oh. <laughs> uh, but so check this out, guys. What we got in this is we got a, it's pretty simple how to make it. It's really not that hard. The ingredients are a box of jello, preferably lime for the green ghoulie color, one cup or eight ounces of tonic water, and then six ounces of vodka or gin. It needs to be ice cold. Two ounces of Malibu rum. Sweet Jesus. You bring the tonic water to a boil, add one box of jello to the boiling tonic water, and continue stirring until all the jello is dissolved. Then turn the heat off, pour on the ice cold liquor, and stir for one minute. Science says shots will solidify better in the fridge if your liquor is in a cold as possible place when you add it to boiling hot jello. 
Science says. That's what it says. I'm like, what? It's excellent. I don't know if Christina wrote that or is that's actually what it I was. I fucking hope she wrote that. But after everything is totally dissolved, guys, pour the mixture into a little plastic glass cups. Or if you want to use like the little ice tray cube things, you can do that too. Which we have those, but I don't know. We had to use a spoon because it didn't, I don't know, didn't work. So we're just going to have to suck it down some weird way. So without further ado, we have two shots here. All right. We're going to suck it out of the cup. You guys are going to listen to this. I've heard these are extremely strong. Yeah, we're going to die. You ready? Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Actually, it's not. Ooh, yeah. Whoa. Ah, paint thinner. That's delicious. I don't know what you're talking about. I want you to know that I took the shot like hella close to the mic, so you're going to hear a lot of fart yeah. sounding slurpy noises. But yeah, I'm going to do another one here because I think. Uh, Can you please do it close to the mic again? Or mic? Because oh, I did mine to? close to the mic, so you do it close to the mic. Well, I don't want to sound like a fucking. <laughs> Yours sounded pretty great. I'm going to do mine now. Again, I'm doing number two. Mm. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Did you get it in there, Brittany? <laughs> Thank you. Some old man's like coming. Thank you. I hope so. Come, old man. It's actually not that bad, though. I mean, it, it is a little spicy, so I don't know if the like liquor settled in weird spots. Maybe that's why. Let your dry swimmers out. We were going to put some weird topper, like raspberry jelly or some shit on top, but I was oh, like, that might be too- I would have done that. I didn't know if you would, so I was I like- I thought you wanted to put more alcohol on it. No, I was. I was oh. going to make more. I was going to make red jello and put it on top. Those are delicious. Like, I want like a hundred more. We have, we have a whole bunch out in the kitchen. But yeah, guys, if you want to check out how to make that horror shot, the ghoulie stoolie, all you got to do is just go to our- LongLiveTheVoid.com website and check out the hashtag horror shots section now. The horror horror shots. shots. Yeah. But that's it for horror shots, guys. Alex, guess what? What? It's the fucking news! Here is the fucking news! start off our news segment here with a little bit of unfortunate news because we want to get it out of the fucking way so then we can get it a little bit cheery and fucking whatever later. A little happier. Yeah, a little happier. A little sad. So obviously, as you all know, we recently just lost one of the greatest legends and Alex, I'm losing all my heroes. <laughs> They're all dying. All are. They're all dying and this is making me really sad. Wes Craven, Toby Hooper, fucking yeah. we're losing tons of people dude george romero i mean i can't even. these are like the masters of horror and everyone that i love from texas chainsaw massacre is dying yeah so this is my like my childhood is disappearing from me and it's making me really so sad did you- we're obviously going to report on the fact that we lost toby hooper right um who was the age of 74 and he passed of natural causes according to the coroner's office in sherman oaks los angeles mm-hmm. which was on august 26th um, I don't know about you, but when the news broke to me when I read it, um, I was coming home from a night out with friends, and I was pretty drunk, but that's, that's beside the point. Uh, um, didn't help. No, it didn't help. So my poor husband's driving me home, and I like pull up you know, all of my different fucking horror apps and shit to check in, and first thing that pops up, and I instantly start crying. And Mouse is like, what the fuck is wrong? Right. <laughs> I don't understand. And I'm just like, Toby Hooper's dead. And he's yeah. like, what? 
And I'm like, that Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And he's like, oh, no. Yeah. All right, I'll get you home as soon as I can. And I'm like, all right. And then I was super depressed about it, like, all day. And it was weird because they reported it at night. In the middle of the night. Yeah, it was like, what the fuck? I caught it right as I went to bed. So I yeah. was like, um, It was at almost 3 in the morning when was I saw it? it. And it was reported over about an hour before that. So it was about, like, 2-ish a.m. Wow. Yeah, I think Our it, time. It was either Variety or one of the, you know, Hollywood the Reporter, or one Guardian, of those three. I think is where I saw it first. Yeah, I think the, it was. The first yeah. article that I saw it linked on. But, I mean, if you guys aren't aware by just the name right. of who Toby Hooper is, he was obviously the director of the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. He also did the Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 in 1986. Um, he did other films such as Eaten Alive, The Fun House, Poltergeist. Mm-hmm. Which is up um, in the air on that one a little bit. They say Spielberg did a lot of the direction on that one, but whatever. Whatever. Um, And he also did Invaders from Mars. Right. uh, Night Terrors, Body Bags, and a million other movies that are all fantastic. Yeah. So his um, filmography is pretty wide. Um, However, he was pretty much one of the original pioneers for the horror genre. Yeah, well, Texas Chainsaw Massacre really, like, set the bar for a lot of weird... Movies that have, I, I guarantee you have paid homage to in some way. Mm-hmm. So what? And a million other directors that forged their careers. Right. Off of it. Off of that. Yeah. Which uh, Rob Zombie being one of them. And he actually sure. had a lot of really amazing things to say after the report of Toby's passing um, about how Texas Chainsaw Massacre completely changed his life and his movies pretty much made him the director that he is or made right. him into who he is. Which oh, you can definitely incredible. tell he was inspired. Oh, big time. Because, yeah. I mean, you look at all the different things that he does. It's all this, like, cutscene imagery where he goes to different, almost, like, found footage type pieces. Well, and or, not only that, just all the characters that he has in every one of his movies are all an homage to Texas Chainsaw Massacre. You can tell that because they're all rich, crazy characters. Absolutely. He delves very deeply into, like, their backstories without necessarily giving us their backstories. Right. It's, they're it's just, like, wild people. Yeah, it's, so. it's pretty incredible. <clears throat> Ten, a House of a Thousand Maniacs, and then, of course, uh, Devil's Rejects. Totally rip-off, in a way, of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. You got some of the actors from yeah. it. So, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's kind of hard not to, to go there with that. But I don't think he was, like, ever... I don't think Zombie ever, like, shied away from that. Like, he no. Just, it was pretty clear. But... Uh, Am I missing something? Was it originally supposed to be called House of a Thousand Maniacs, or did you mean corpses? Did I say House of a Thousand? I thought you I did. said A Thousand of a Thousand Corpses. No, he said Maniacs. <laughs> oh, I'm thinking of the old one. That's okay. It got confused there for a second. Well, I almost didn't correct it because I was like, oh shit, is it supposed to be called that? And I'm like, no, I don't think so. Yeah, just slip of the mind. That's okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, that and I drink. Yeah, well, we're going to be getting some more ghoulie stool in us. I know, they're so good. We're going to need it now. Cause... We need some more ghoulie duty. But yeah, we got a drink to him, so... <laughs> so we got two shots. I'm gonna do it again. I'm gonna drink it again in the mic. Sorry, to- Toby. Toby. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Toby. Sorry, Toby. You need two more. <laughs> Sorry, Toby. We're, we're doing a ghoulie shot to you. It isn't really. I wanted to do Texas Chainsaw Massacre stuff, but you know we had already just it. done it. I already have you on my leg. It's okay. We're well, good. we found it. By the way, guys, we found out about this news literally after late. we'd already done like a lot of work because we had to record earlier this week. <laughs> than normal because we all had plans. So damn life. We were like, "Fuck, we don't want to disrespect Toby Hooper by not doing like a ton of research." Right. 
and like doing it up right. Plus, right. we were down for time as it was already, so we just kind of kind of went away with what we were going to do. We both refused to be disrespectful, especially to Toby. So right. Here's to that. Here's to Toby and his goddamn fucking horror legacy that will never be forgotten. Cheers. Thank you so much for everything. Thank you for my favorite movie of all time. Cheers. Cheers. As you, like, give the cup head into the mic. It's ghost head. (laughs) Don't judge me. These are kind of like edibles. Okay, guys, this is Alex from the editing room, and I'm actually doing the editing during the process of this. I don't know if you happen to catch that. Let me play that last segment for you again, and then we'll break this down. I caught some weird anomalies in this that I thought I should point out for the episode that we didn't hear when we recorded this the first time. So let me play that last section again and see if you hear it. As you, like, give the cup head into the mic. It's ghost head. (laughs) Don't judge me. These are kind of like edibles. Okay, did you guys catch that? Like, there's a loud kind of breathing noise, which I thought might have been me breathing into the shot cup, and then a, a sort of a distant door slamming sound in the background. Now, I know maybe I'm just being a little particular, but I usually don't notice these kind of things when I record. So now let me play that whole section for you again a little bit louder. And then I'm also going to filter out any ambient background noise as best as I can so that you can kind of hear it. So let's do that now and see if you hear what I'm talking about. It's ghost head. (laughs) Don't judge me. These are kind of like edibles. Did you catch that? I'm going to go ahead and now repeat the section in question that I'm talking about and then follow it with that weird door slam, repeating it over and over with a filter on it to prevent any background noise for the most part, except for the scrambling of the cup. So check this out and see what you think. Well, there you have it. I don't know what that is. There is no... It sounds like it's in a distant hallway, like, very hollow sounding, different than what the audio acoustics of this room are, and it's it seems really out of place, so I thought I might want to point it out. I asked a few people online if, uh, do you think I should add it, so I'm going to, but... We'll go back into the regularly scheduled BTV cast now. Sorry for the interruption for those who are listening. I thought it was kind of interesting to point out. If anything else happens, I'll be pointing it out in the editing room as we go. So enjoy the rest of the show, guys. Don't judge me. These are kind of like edibles. These are goddamn delicious. Well, the the, the the shots, like, they take a while to, like, settle into your stomach and, like... I fucking love Jello. Suck out all the, the fucking good shit. Also... Breaking news! Breaking news! It looks like Adam Wingard and his new Netflix movie, Death Note, have taken all the original anime series 
and the live-action movies hostage at the local zoo. It is unclear at this time if the original series is okay, but we can see that Adam Wingard is micturating on a physical copy of the previous live-action movies. People are screaming outside the zoo, and the internet is freaking out for the safety of the original series. We are now just reporting that Adam Wingard and the new Death Note movie from Netflix are threatening the world by erasing the movies from existence just by using their mind. It is also unclear if the movie and the director have this kind of power. We will definitely keep you informed as to the validity of these claims as the night progresses. Not that serious, folks. (laughs) I got to say a few words about this because I've been seeing some uh, hate mania about this movie. And I'm not here to usher it in as like some fucking piece of cinema that's going to change the world. But what did you expect? (laughs) Like nobody should ever consider that this was going to pay homage to the animes 100%, partially because they have been very vocal up until this point that they did not want to trample on any of the original source material and instead chose to go in a completely different way while still trying to maintain some of the major story elements. Everybody's pretty upset. A lot of people have been giving Adam Wingard a lot of shit. I'm sure he's getting his own death notes. Well, (laughs) (laughs) wow! Oh, God, death threats are really funny, aren't they, Brittany? Sorry. I had to go there. Dude, I totally didn't even think about that. That's great. But yeah, like, I could tell that Adam's been getting a lot of shit because on his Twitter, he was like, hey, guys, I just really want to say thank you for, like, speaking up about the movie and letting me know that you enjoyed it. It really means a lot to me. Mm -hmm. Very sincere, very genuine kind of thing to say but i watched the movie guys i'm not gonna spoil anything for you let's just say the movie's way too fast it felt like it was a super rushed film uh with that said it is geared towards a younger demographic that is not me Hmm. but even with that said the death scenes in this movie were fucking great like not all of them but they were unyielding it was like just people getting decapitated and shit like that. Just like insane. I was like, yes! <laughs> I like seriously threw my hands in the air and was like super excited about that part. Gore aside though, storyline, the characters didn't bother me too much. Uh, the character who played L, and I can't think of his name offhand right now, guys. He was in Get Out. He was the guy that gets kidnapped in the very beginning and who wears the hat. Okay. And he gets like his brain used by some other like white guy. Or some classist fucking rich dude. Mm -hmm. I don't know who it was, but he did a really good job as playing L. But a lot of people were like comparing the pictures, like taking the anime stills of each character and going, does this look like, does this look like the character? That always happens. I'm like, really, guys? Every single live action adaptation of any fucking anime that always happens. Well, and if you guys, look, I'm not trying to pick on anybody that doesn't like the movie. I'm not trying to stand up for it that way. I just think that people are freaking out a little bit too hard. So that's why I did the breaking news thing, just to tease a little mm-hmm. bit. Okay, guys, like, I, it's not my favorite movie. I'd probably give it like a seven after I've thought about it a lot, only because it was different. It had the gore kept me interested. It was fast. Uh, some of the acting was pretty cool. 
I have no, like, I don't hold any regard to the anime or the the, the crappy-ass fucking live-action movies. This is better than those live-action movies. So, mm, at no, least that. that. came before it. Right. Right. In my opinion, I mean, I saw those and I watched some of the anime series, but I don't know. I haven't checked it out yet, so I have no opinion. I will. But you guys are totally valid for feeling how you want. I'm just expressing my opinions. I think people are freaking out a little too hard. Also, in the news, um, now that I've gone into that way too much, uh, there, <laughs> there's a game that's been being talked about that is H.R. Giger or Geiger inspired, and it's called Scorn. And they've been working on this game. It looks pretty freaky, man. Like all the like design and everything looks like straight up from fucking HR. Dope. And I'm like, damn, dude, this I'm like excited for it. I don't know what kind of story it is. I don't know if it's a shooter. It's a first person game. You walk around in this environment. There's weird freaky things like shaking and freaking out on the ground and like slimy bags of puke or whatever the fuck they are. Duty. But it's pretty cool. This game looks pretty cool. And I'll, I'll give you guys a link down below to like a trailer and like the news article that they have. But they're going to be reaching out to Kickstarter to try to get more support for this game. And I personally think that that's a good idea. As long as it's taken them, they're a very small studio. They're not like 250 people deep. But the, the, the work that they're doing looks really good. They're just not happy with it. So they want to try to like secure some new assets for the video game to make it look better, more polished better frame rates, all of that shit. I understand that, because they have, like, competition, like, the evil within, and they're going to be coming out with a part deuce. Right. For that game. Uh, which I'm excited about. I am, too. This one's pretty cool, though. If you guys are interested in HR Giger or Geiger, I don't know which way is the proper way. Sorry. Geiger? That's what I usually say, but some people correct me and go, Giger. Well, it's like the Germans. Is that what it is? German. I'm pretty sure that's the actual German pronunciation of it. Is it? Okay. I could be wrong. Either way, guys, <laughs> if you want to check this out, definitely check that out. I'll put a link down below. So I have something a little bit fun and a little bit different to talk about. Okay. Um, and everybody, I don't care what you say, everybody's guilty pleasure is some form of reality television. Um, so VH1 actually just recently announced that they're going to be doing a show called Scared Famous, mm. which pits reality stars against horror movies. The whole general idea behind the show is that they're doing a new reality series that's going to take um, some of the best-known reality stars of our time and move them into a haunted mansion for a show that they're going to be calling Scared Famous. Hmm. They're going. It's going to be a competition series where 10 stars are going to compete in different games to test their knowledge on horror movies. Huh. Interesting. So I'm a little bit interested. It's going to be hosted by um, the master of ceremonies rapper Redman. Oh, yeah. Um, which is I master love, of I scaremony. Fucking, I fucking love him. So no, Redman's cool. <laughs> he's fantastic. It's going to be great. But basically, they're moving them into an area state that's located in Savannah, Georgia. Is this an actual is, real haunted place, or is yeah, it just... it's supposedly this is what they report. It's supposed to be in a state that's supposedly haunted in Savannah, Georgia, which is noted as one of America's most haunted cities. Okay. So there's a hundred thousand dollar prize at stake, which will go to the winner's favorite charity. So I'll give you an idea of. The superstars that are going to be involved, and the only one that I give a flying fuck about is my girl, Alaska Thunderfuck, <laughs> from RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> I don't care about anybody else. And who else? Um, but there's also going to be Tiffany, New York Pollard, um, Don Benjamin from America's Next Top Model, Drita Diavanzo from Mob Wives, Erica Mena from Love and Hip Hop, Eva Marcel from America's Next Top Model, Miss Nikki Baby from Love and Hip Hop Hollywood, Safri Samuels, Love and Hip Hop, Sky from Black Ink Crew and Young Jock from Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. 
I don't think that's all of them. Jesus Christ. So it's like, it seems like it's one like show in love particular. And, yeah. and I'm like, okay, so they literally have one person that I give a flying fuck about, which is Alaska. And I'm pretty sure Alaska's going to school them because she used to date Sharon Needles. Oh, yeah, dude. Who's basically one of the reigning queens of horror and drag. But let's be honest. Nobody's going to be able to answer. They're going to be silly questions. They're not even going to be gonna like. They're going to probably be terrible. They're probably going to be like, who had claws on his fingers? Right, and they'll still get it wrong. Yeah, and you know, oh, Jason. That's why I'm looking at the competition. Like, I'm looking at the people that are involved in this and going, the only person that's going to know jack shit is Alaska. Right. Seems None interesting. None of these other I mean, people are going to, but that's fine. Go Alaska and she can get $100,000 for her charity. That's fucking fine with right. me. Right. I'm hoping they bring on some other people that will actually form a competition. Yeah. So, so when is it coming out? It's going to premiere October 23rd. Okay, perfect. Um, at 9, 8 central on VH1. Go Alaska. I'm always Team Alaska. Always been Team Alaska, except when she was paired against Sharon. So, well, I'll definitely be checking it out. I'm, yeah, I'm kind of curious just to see, but I'm pretty sure I won't like it. I'm gonna watch it, and I'm pretty sure I won't like it either. But <laughs> I just want to see what terrible shit that they fucking answer for stuff. It's gonna be entertaining at the very least. Also in news, guys, um, we got uh, some uh, controversy again. Surprise, surprise mm. for Jeepers Creepers three. There is a boycott that happened for a famous theater where people sent a letter to the theater stating that they would basically protest if they showed this premiere of Jeepers Creepers 3. And if they didn't say that they weren't going to do it or cancel it, then they were going to protest all the way up until the day it happened. So for weeks. (laughs) So... But it's definitely been the subject of a lot of extreme controversy because Victor Salva's uh, past with the child molestation. There is going to be an advanced screening of Jeepers 3, Jeepers Creepers 3, to be held in Los Angeles on September 13th. And this event actually sold out in a matter of days. Mm-hmm. And they had all the stars from all the Jeepers Creepers movies. Uh, that we're going to attend fans and industry insiders from all over the world, not to mention out of this out of the state cast members had all booked travel hotel rooms in order to attend. And uh, apparently they they got word that the screening will be removed now. So this is their their. Yeah. They said, dear valued customer, we would like to inform you that due to the events beyond our control, this screening event hosted at Movie Dude 18 for <laughs> Jeepers <laughs> Creepers the and Jeepers Creepers 3 on Wednesday, September 13th, 2017, will no longer take place at the TCL Chinese Six Theaters. We apologize for any inconvenience this may cause your party. We have worked with Fandango to refund your purchase directly. You should see the refund in your account within the next few days. Blah, blah, blah. So Sincerely. Chinese theater in L.A.? Mm-hmm. Really? Hollywood. They, Hollywood. They, they really, like, gave the protesters power over them? They had to aspect? because they it has a sterling reputation, this place. Well, the Chinese theater? Yes. Right. So they didn't want to cause any kind of um, issues with it. So they kind of. So they're just gonna end up moving it. Well, I'm not else, saying so. like I I don't know how I feel about it these days. Not- everybody protests everything. Like no pepperoni on pizza. Yeah, so or, I did. Yeah, like like I'm on the I'm on the fence about this whole Jeepers Creepers three thing too. It well, I definitely do not support um, child molestation. No, but in the same regard, it's like. I don't. I don't know what to say. Like it's, it's hard to talk. If about. If he was molesting a child during the set of this movie, I would be more appalled. But I still want to see it because I still like Jeepers Creepers one and two. I like the franchise. And it's like, and it's like, I don't know, man. Like once you're marked, 
You're marked. You're marked. A child rapist supporter. I know, and it, it sounds terrible to even be like, I'm excited for this movie, because everyone's like, you liar, support child rapists. I'll like, be honest. I don't fucking support child rapists. As long as it's been for as long as they've been trying to put this movie out, like, and all the bullshit they've gone through, I have a feeling the movie's going to suck anyway, so. The movie's probably going to suck, but you know what? It's still going to make fucking money at the box office. I don't know, man. Like, this, there's people getting pretty crazy yeah, about this shit. People are still going to go see it. Probably. There's people who aren't aware at all of the controversy behind it. And it's the funny thing is, is nobody protested Clown House back in the day. Right. And nobody protested all this other shit back in the day. Right. Like, I don't know. I, you know, whatever, whatever you guys feel, I don't know. I want to see it still. I think it's going to be garbage no matter what. I want to see it, but I'm not going to pay money to go watch it. There you go. That's a compromise, right? It is a compromise. Also, in the news, Judge allows a $900 million conjuring lawsuit against Warner Brothers. Woo! Yeah, the Holy studio fuck. tried to dismiss it so that it was saying it was like frivolous, saying it was too much money. It was ridiculous. But the judge said that, well, we won't be able to figure that out until we actually go to court. And that was the argument about the person who brought this court case against them. So how much money did that movie net? Both of them. I have no idea. I think probably well over a hundred hundred thousand now each per movie. Right. Yeah, and it's for the franchise, guys, not just Conjuring. Yes. The lawsuit comes from Gerald Brittle, who published a book about the Warrens in 1980 titled The Demonologist. Mm-hmm. In his lawsuit, he basically alleges that he had an agreement with the Warrens that prohibited them from entering into a motion picture deal without his consent. Brittle also com- claims that exclusive rights to use of Warren's case files, despite allegedly knowing about this, Warner Brothers and the New Line affiliate are alleged to have entered into deals with the Warrens beginning in the 1990s for a film based on their lives and Brittle's book. He further alleges that in 2011, Lorraine Warren would again make a movie deal and that The Conjuring and The Conjuring 2 and Annabelle are based on the Warren case files and the demonologists. Brittle is claiming copyright infringement that uh, trespass to chattels, conversation, or con- excuse me, conversion, conspiracy, and more. So... Well, if he has this shit in writing, they're pretty <clears throat> fucked. Well, it looks like it's going to be going to trial... April 16th. Which means he has some pretty compelling evidence. Well, if the judge is willing to take a look at it, then yeah. But I doubt I very... They're going to settle outside. So so what I don't understand is, is why are they suing Warner Brothers? Why not? Why? I mean, like, if the contract was between her and Brittle, Lorraine okay. Warren... Well, well, Warner Brothers put the money into making the movies. They did... They were the company behind the movies. Well, no, I get that. But why would they be suing them if she broke the contract? Because it was a contract uh, between I, I, her and It he- sounds like because they were made aware of the contract and they ignored it. Oh. So they are technically just as at fault. And they have control of more of the money than the Warrens do. Hmm. So they're going to go after them. Especially if they supposedly had knowledge of this contract or this deal before they made their own separate contract with them for the movies right that's why he would be going after them that's how i read into it well if it's legitimate and they knew and they can prove that without a shadow of a doubt then he's probably going to be making a lot of money and he'll probably never write a book again at least one that'll be worth it fuck i don't think it's going to end up going to like actual court and them figuring it out i think they'll end up settling outside i I, well that's what i was thinking a couple million dollars right they're like here's here's a hundred million just shut up 
Yeah, that's what I feel like is going to happen. Yeah, so they, like, here's a hundred to three hundred fifty million dollars. They fuck off. still had to build their company and their stuff. It's not just the material that they stole from. Supposedly, they still had to market. They still had to do all this other stuff. So there's no way they're going to get nine hundred million dollars for all the money that they sank into these movies. Right. And I mean, I think it's even more money than they actually made off the goddamn movie so well, far. Right. I feel like I don't which I feel like the first one did better than the second, but I could be wrong. The Conjuring 2? Yeah. Uh yeah, but I mean we got I Annabelle thought, which did eh. Annabelle's done pretty decent. The first one didn't, not at all. But I feel like This new one has. That's what I'm saying, the newest there's one. There's two. Jesus. Yeah, there was the there was Annabelle and then there's Annabelle Origins. This goes to show how much I give a fuck about any movie involving <laughs> a doll. It was actually pretty good. The second one was I've, all right. I've heard I don't know. I I watched The Conjuring obviously and I watched The Conjuring 2 and I thought The Conjuring 2 was trash and uh, I didn't mind it. I mean A lot I'm, of people like I was talking to one of the guys from the Grave Plot podcast. Shout out bunch of dickheads that I know. Uh, really <laughs> positive individuals in the horror community. Very opinion in <laughs> Very opinionated, opinionated, but very cool guys nonetheless. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they were saying, they were like, I hate James Wan and I hope he dies, basically. Now, I'm paraphrasing, Jesus. but he was just like, he, he was being silly. I'm just giving him shit because this is what we do to each other. Our whole <laughs> friendship is based on being dicks to each other. So oh. suck one, you suck like one, brothers. suck That's one, cute. suck one, grave plot. It's a big old one. Try to steal our fucking segment name. Suck it. It's got it in writing, bro. <laughs> Anyway, but yeah, some people have issues with the the movies. I really didn't mind them. Uh, a lot of people think they're just cheap jump scares. I still think uh. there's a lot of there's a lot of creativity behind the movies, regardless, and it it, it kind of gives me an old American horror film feel. I liked the first one. Yeah, but I do kind of agree with the cheap jump scare thing. Sure, but I've already made my point about how much I hate how heavily horror movies rely on shitty jump scares. Yeah. It just pisses me off. Well, I think people are a little too triggered when it comes to jump scares. Like, oh, wait, I jump and I got scared. I hate it now. No, like, no, that's, that's how I feel like some people are. Not you. That has nothing to do with it. For not me, you. But... but I'm just saying, like, I think it's I think a good balance for a horror movie is having a little bit of jump scares, having a little bit of, like, eerie atmosphere, having a really good story that's creepy, mm-hmm. having situations. I think it's a balance of them all. I completely agree sure where i get lost is when they rely too heavily on jump scares and they go fuck the story sure and there is a lot of really bad ones that i could point out yes that are not conjuring one and two no no no. the second one felt more really scare reliant to me than anything else and it kind of went fuck the story one of the things the only reason that i have issue with people like that get pick on those movies is that there is far worse movies to get pissed about than those that are still making good money so it just kind of weirds me out a little bit when people like put all their energy into hating them. Right. So I'm not trying to put anybody down. I'm just saying like maybe I just don't get offended by things so easily mm-hmm. as everybody else. Yeah. Well, I mean, have you seen The Haunting of Molly Hartley or as I like Jenny and I call it The Haunting of Molly Shannon? No, I don't think I've seen that it's one. one of the worst goddamn movies I've ever seen in my fucking life. Well, it seems like a lot of people like if the movie makes money and it has any any air of shitty movies in it. Then they immediately go, bad movie. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm not saying like anybody in particular, guys. You're I'm just saying wrong. I feel like people just like it's almost like it's the thing to do. Like remakes automatically hate them. You know, like right. I agree that 
you know, we shouldn't have as many remakes as we do. I totally agree. But do we need to, like, bring out the pitchforks and torches every time one's getting made? No. No. Nothing's going to change. Nothing you say or do is going to change other than the fact of whether or not you decide to watch it. Your screams are deaf to everyone else. It doesn't matter. They're going to do it regardless. They're going to do it regardless. And and the other thing is it never changes the original content ever, in my opinion. I agree. Anybody that's like who loves the original content, like you're never going to change that. It's always going to be there for me. So that's my last two cents. Agreed. But I love you guys and fuck the Grave Plot podcast. I'm I just kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. So I'm totally rude. kidding. I'm gonna. They're gonna hate me by association. <laughs> they know I'm joking. I'm cute. Guys, now if me. you guys want to check out Grave Plot podcast, put a link down below, and you can give them a listen. They're actually pretty cool guys. So Do it. Check it out. Anyway, so that's it for the news. All right, guys. Now we are going to jump into one of our old favorites. And I hope you guys enjoy this segment because it's a lot of work. Mm -hmm. And usually we get at each other's throats and murder someone. It's a lot of stress. But I'd like to welcome you into Grave Plots. We're going to do that right now. All right, guys, so we're back. We're going to do our Grave Plot segment. If you are new to this and you're one of our newer listeners and you're not familiar with this segment, what we do is we have written down names of movie titles that we thought were cool in our mind. Sometimes they overlap and there's actual real movies that have already been made, but these are really just our names that we came up with the top of our head for a couple of different subjects and we put it in. So movie titles that we made up, we put them in a and a golden goblet with diamond eyes. It's a golden skull that worth over $6 billion. Uh, don't ask how we got it, but we made it ourselves. Um, it's butt gold. I don't know if you guys have heard of Indiana Jones. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> so we got this golden skull. We pull the name out, and whoever picked this opens it up and reads it. And if it's one of the two of us that made it up, that person who made the title of the movie up has to stay quiet while the other person starts to make the plot of the movie and what they think it's about just by the name. And then once they've kind of gotten a little bit of a footing on the story, then both of us jump in and we fucking go ham on the fucking story, characters, everything. And we even come up with a a horror movie like cover for the movie. We do all kinds of crazy shit. So let's get fucking wild. Fucking weird. Do you want to? Do you want to do the honors, or did I, did you do it last I time? I did it last time. Okay, so I'm gonna do it this time. Pick mine. Pick my title. Do it. This one was trying to get away I feel from like me. It's not. I feel like it's gonna be one of yours. I don't know what it is. Fucked in the butt. Is it a take a shot? The devil's tongue. Okay, I like that. Okay. But I'm my I'm, I I will tell you, my brain instantly goes to horror porn. <laughs> uh, so. The Devil's Tongue is one that I came up with, so now I'm going to remain quiet for a little bit while Brittany kind of divulges some sort of sleaze fest in her <laughs> dripping, oozy little brain. <laughs> I don't mean little, sorry. That sounds really condescending. You, bitch. Your stupid little head. Your stupid little head. <laughs> the Devil's Tongue. What is it about, Brittany? Oh, God. Please do tell. 
And you know the great thing about this, Brittany, is there's no movie that's named it, except for some weird Japanese prostitute movie. Of course, it's a Japanese <laughs> fucking porn movie. I looked it up because I was like, mm, I don't like overlapping How like that, but it happens. Done? Yeah, I don't know. It's it's I it's a great title. Um, okay, so the the general idea that I'm going to go with behind this is a. Oh, man, how old do I want this person to be? Do I want them to be male or Just come up with a general concept. My general concept is I would like this to be a person that stumbles upon a, whether it be a book or some type of a scripture. Okay. That they find when they're, let's say they are, mm, let's say they just recently purchased a plot of land that they're going to be, um building something on top of whether it be a house or an apartment complex or some type of a new project or building and they come across this scripture that's been written and they start to read from this idea or to start to read from this book or this scripture these pieces that they found and it ends up becoming kind of like a possession okay esque idea and everything that's written in the devil's tongue in this concept that they've unearthed is something that it takes a hold of this person and they have to they're completely possessed and they end up taking over everything that is planned in this scripture okay and they start enacting all of it okay so every anything anything at all that's been written in this idea whether it's like scary crazy murderous or sexual or just weird in general they have to fucking do it. Okay, well, now and they I have, have no control. I have an opinion on this. Okay, I'll just hear me out. I'm gonna hear you. Like out. I honestly really didn't. When I wrote this, I was just like, oh, devil's time. I really had no thought. But after hearing you talk about it, it made me think about what if they stumbled upon this book and they read some incantation or something like that, some real stereotypical shit, and then, like, the kid has or person whoever it is that gets infected by this actually has the ability to make people do things that they don't want i kind of like that better but i want to do it differently than something say like horns right um but they actually can make them do anything that they want i like that better it's kind of like black mirror right like i kind of feel like what if this person was like trying to sell a house and stumbled upon this book and then now they can sell all these houses so it like all of a sudden they start doing really well in houses and then all of a sudden it starts getting deeper and darker and like it gives crazier. Them the power to do whatever their heart desires but more they use it but it doesn't it's not um selective as like any thought that they actually think even mm-hmm. if it's something like god i'd fucking kill that guy if I ever saw him again and it happens well i was thinking more like because of the devil's tongue part anything he says to other people affects them okay so it's like the devil wagging his tongue so he becomes the devil's tongue right like the devil's tongue it's like it almost like possesses his tongue yeah, I like and at that. first he thinks of it as like a really positive thing, like he's getting everything that he wanted. People are like he figures it out kind of early, but like starts doing really good at sales or whatever that it might be. I think sales would be a good idea just because that's what you do. You talk right to do good sales. So I'm just pitching this to you. It's kind of like what women want, but I guess in horror. <laughs> but like the more that he and uses not struck it by lightning in a bathtub with a hairdryer, like the more intent he puts behind his words when he realizes how to control it. It, the more he uses it to like force people to make them do things that he doesn't want, the more he gets like it, it affects him 
and it changes him it somehow. The more power that the scripture takes a hold of him? Maybe. Demon or whatever it is, yeah. Because I feel like it has to be some form of an evil entity that's been evoked once he's read this passage or scripture or incantation or whatever he reads that enables this to happen for him. I fe- or her, whoever, however we're going to end up doing Ooh. it, but I think it'd be better if it was a girl. What if it was like, okay, sure. Um, what if she's like, Politician. she finds this book, she's like getting ready to sell this house and she's getting it all prepped and ready. And she finds this book and then like this loose board in the house. It's an old house. And she's like, why do I get stuck with these old pieces of shit? And, and she's like talking to her boss and he's like, it's because you sell them, sweetie. You're the best. And she's like, fuck. So she hangs up with him. She stumbles on this board. And then she like sees this like can or like some sort of like box. She opens it up. She finds this book. And then she sees this passage that she reads aloud. Or maybe it even tells her not to read aloud. And she reads it aloud anyway. And then as soon as she does, she hears a loud slam and then a knock. And it's this weird stranger guy. Yeah, that comes by the house to look at the house. But it's really the devil. I like it. And he's signing a contract with her, not the house. I like it. You see what I mean? Yes. <laughs> I like that direction. It's pretty cool, right? It's he's like got to be sharp dressed as fuck. Fuck yeah. But it's kind of a classical approach, but we can kind of twist it into something more yeah. original. I like that a lot, actually. That really works for me. All right. So now where do we go from here? Like, so, okay, well, let's just work on the features of the guy that comes to the door. Mm-hmm. Well, we wouldn't want to call the girl, too. Just make up a name. Just anything. It doesn't matter. Susan. Susan. Perfect. Susan, the realtor. <laughs> Susan with... Wait, never mind. I thought I had a realtor company, but I don't. I was like, well, State Farm. Like, they don't sell houses. <laughs> Be funny if we... Like, the tagline, this is not realty. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Like, Genius. Like, in the mouth of madness style. That's so good. <laughs> uh, okay, so... So I picture the guy in a red suit, but that seems a little no, too stereotypical. stereotypical. Yeah. Can we have him in a just nice sharp corporate... blue suit? I w- I picture like a blue pinstripe suit, but not like a not a baby blue, but not like a super sharp blue either, like a navy. I feel like kind of like a teal. What if he's more like uh, or yellow corporate looking? So she yeah, thinks she's blue. definitely making a so blue. Okay. We're gonna go corporate looking. It's like blue. navy. Navy blue. Okay. If you want corporate, it's navy blue pinstripe with a subtle shirt. pinstripe with a subtle white or a black pinstripe in the navy blue. Okay. Or solid navy with either a white shirt, black shirt, or a pinstripe shirt. He's got like maybe some. Does he have long hair, short hair? I think? think he should have medium. Okay. Hair. I don't think it should be long or short necessarily, but does I feel he like he should have. If we're going with current, does he times, have a hipster beard? Yes. At current <laughs> times, if we're going with current. Right. Current times of what's necess- like what's portrayed pretty much in that kind of a, well, she's kinda young kind of young too. World, yeah. I feel like it should be that kind of current hipstery type hairstyle, that pomp- pompadour kind of thing. I don't know. Slick back but with like an arch but sexy. Kinda. I know what you mean. With a beard. Okay, well that's but not very, medium, that's very short. trim. No, it can be kinda long. Maybe he's, he's got a wily mustache. He doesn't have a man bun, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> okay, good. No man bun. So so maybe he has just a wily mustache. Kind of like one of those evil beard. mustaches. Trimmed beard. Think? I don't want him to be like so stereotypical devil. Okay. I think his eyes should be how you know. Okay. That he's got a little bit of devil inside him. Okay. So I feel like they need to have a kind of like a wild look to them. But he looks very dapper from like just 
general like first appearance when you look at him you go that guy's handsome that guy has money that works but when you look into his eyes he has something sinister about him whether Le- they're a different color or he just has some maybe kind it just of turns like a, red a little bit every now and some then. kind of a twinge yeah or a twinkle like in it way. turns red just for like a hot second a hot second yeah. <laughs> hot second <laughs> so she's kind of young i would assume i'm gonna I'd... give my maybe like early 30s okay like well late 20s early 30s she's like 30 32 yeah early 30s same thing alex dirty 30s 30s um which is true by the way um (laughs) um but like uh okay so so she's just going in the job we already talked about how she talks to her boss and he's like why she's like why do i get all these shit places and then maybe she's like having the conversation with him like oh yeah i'll show you around i haven't really cleaned up or set the place up yet but come on in he's early yeah he's like way early and she's like how did you know about this place being on the market even and he was just like oh i have my ways in the neighborhood yeah uh I just something at this house was calling me. Ooh, I was in the neighborhood and I smelled fresh cookies. Yeah, oh god! They always make fucking fresh cookies. <laughs> they what? Do when what are you talking about? Realtors when they're oh, selling but she, a house. Oh, but she hasn't even set up the place. Why she would she be making? She doesn't set up. Maybe she she either and, made start put some cookies in the damn oven or she sprayed some shit where it smells like that. They always do that. Doesn't cookies sounds like a euphemism for vagina? It always <laughs> sounds like a euphemism for vagina. Everything's a euphemism for a vagina. <laughs> They could, I smelled the orchids outside. I smelled cookies. Like, you mean you smelled my pussy? <laughs> yeah, Jesus. <laughs> That's what I'm Everything could be a euphemism for a vagina. She, she so, said it, guys, not me. I don't know. I feel like it should be like, well, I was in the neighborhood, but we need to find a way to kind of tie that in. Whether maybe she's got a sign outside and he was, quote unquote, in the neighborhood. Whatever. It don't, we don't want to get too hung up on the details. Let's just get Let's the main just go story. With he was in the neighborhood. Right. That's fine. Okay. Um, we can add little flares here and there, but I don't want to get too hung up. Vagina flares? Yeah. So she's like, maybe she he has her sign something as well, and he calls it some sort of corporate like a thing, non disclosure agreement. But really, she's signing her soul away, right? And so, so he gives her this a power, and he was like, and maybe they have a conversation about, maybe, maybe, maybe she's not the best at this, and that's why she gets these shitty houses because maybe she's not really good at it. Because that would make more sense why she'd all of a sudden get this power to start selling houses like Mad Woman. She's not that good at it, but she's real cute. Right. She just always fucks up the deal somehow by saying something stupid or whatever it is. Maybe we even show in the very beginning her losing a deal. Okay. You know what I mean? And then her fucking going on to the next house or her regular life. Just a little like, you know, at home thing. And then then the next day she goes and does her thing. And that's when she's like, she's like has a conversation with someone about how she sucks at this job. And she wishes she could, you know, find something better. Mm -hmm. But she doesn't know what to do. And then that's when she finds this house and she gets pissed at her at her boss for hooking her up with this shitty house because she really needs a win right now. And then Mr. Handsome Devil comes fucking walking through the fucking door and ready to buy the house. And some. Somehow he has her sign something. He's like, oh, I just need this for my, uh, you know, for the corporate, you know, thing just to make sure that we have these deals. Is that okay with you? It's an, I feel like it should be like a non-disclosure type agreement. Something. Yeah. As far as like he's purchasing it under the guise of it being something that the corporation is purchasing, not necessarily him. So he wants it kind of hush, hush, quiet. But he has to make some sort of like jab towards like, I'm buying your soul. In a joking way, yeah, well, that she laughs that. and like, yeah, he right. Can be like, actually, this is just you signing your soul over to me. Yeah. <laughs> she was like, well, like, I've never had to sign anything. <laughs> it's just me signing your soul away. I mean, yeah. come on. She's like, oh, all right, okay. <laughs> right, yeah, perfect. Okay, so, <laughs> so then all of a sudden she turns her way, turns, she goes to get something for him, and she comes back like really quick, and he's gone. Mm-hmm. She didn't see him again. 
she sees a card on the on the table and it's like what's his name do we have a name for him damien's too obvious yeah way too obvious but it's such a good name how about mr j or something like that yeah just something simple like the letter j j yeah the mr j like twin peaks no mr just j yeah just J at Buttfucker Enterprises or whatever. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> but just J. I yeah. feel like no Mr. whatever, just the letter right. J. I like She it. just has a card, whatever it is. And then all of a sudden she has this power to like she, maybe she goes to a store and like some guy bumps into her and he's like, hey, baby. And she's like, why don't you go fuck off? And then he like. Then he go fucks himself. In the yeah. Corner. He like and some cops are like beating him like cause he's like jerking off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like she should say, why don't you go fuck yourself? Yeah. And then he goes and fucks himself in the corner. And then as she's leaving, it's cops arresting him as he's like jacking off in the corner. And it's almost like when she <laughs> says it, like it almost like echoes a little bit, not to her, but to just uh, the viewer. The viewer. Yeah. Yeah. And so then the guy kind of has like a twinge goes, and then just all of a sudden like starts doing it. Just goes to the corner of sprouts and starts whacking it. Right. <laughs> starts whacking his dude. Maybe it's like right by the McDo- they're right by a McDonald's. He's jerking off next to the playpen, like, <laughs> into the window, and that's when the cops come and that's beat the shit out of him. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, like, I'm not saying that it's cool that the kids are there, but it's just <laughs> fucked up. So it's like, oh, this guy gets what he deserves. You don't even right. think anything of it at the time, really. Yeah. But you gotta, yeah, okay, yeah, that works. You know, and maybe like other things happen. Like we got to come up with some like different things that happen. Like obviously she starts selling houses like crazy, like some of the shittiest properties. How about like one of her pets dies? Pets die. Okay. And she like wishes that didn't happen. And then all of a sudden like they come back to life. That could be. What the fuck? But would that, would the devil's tongue make that happen? Why would not? It's whatever she wants, right? Oh, okay. Well, I guess it can do more. It's like whatever she wants and whatever she wishes. Oh, I thought it. I thought it comes to fruition. I mean, we can do that. I don't mind. Like if I was thinking more like whatever she says people do. But if you want to go there, I mean. We don't. I'm just trying to think of how we can tie it into like the home aspect. Does she have a family? Uh, I don't know. If she has a family, we can take away the pet thing and we can do it as like, you know, maybe her husband doesn't wash the fucking dishes. I kind of like the pet thing because like what if the dog's like twisted somehow? I feel like it's cool. Pet cemetery way. Fucking like fucking Frankenstein ass. So this definitely sounds like a comedy, first of all. Oh, duh. So yeah. So maybe she does like maybe she's like her pet gets hit by a car or something like that. And then she's just like she's looking at a picture and she's like. Muffy, you. Muffy, I command you to it, come Muffy. back, or something like something weird that that says like a weird way of words, and it echoes. And then the next morning, she wakes up and like her pet's there, but missing a leg. Or yeah, something like shit. it's like yeah. kind of bleeding and stuff. And she takes it to the like vet and stuff, but they're like, I can't even get a heartbeat. I know, this your is weird. Dead. Yeah, your animal's dead, but it's still alive. So I'm fucking perplexed. I don't know how to explain this to you. Right. I'm going to take some blood samples and keep it in a cage because that's what they do. And then she's like, and maybe like, I don't know. Like, I just think it's funny that she just kind of like acts like it's no big deal. Like, mm-hmm. maybe that's kind of funny. It would be like to the viewer. You're just kind of like, what the fuck, bitch? Like, how are you not freaking out about this? But she's just kind of lackadaisical about the whole thing. Hmm. And maybe, maybe some guys like trying to flirt with her in one of the houses. And she's like, you know, why don't you go fucking play in traffic or something like that? freeway yeah and he goes out into the freeway and gets fucking like like, like a, a 20 car pile up yeah i love it 
He takes And his, you like actually see it. You he, see him get hit. Oh, can we talk about he's like playing Pokemon Go on his fucking phone app or yeah. some shit and like follows a Pokemon to like the free that makes it current. But Yeah, why don't you go take your Pokemon Go and play in fucking traffic? Yeah, why don't you take your Pokemon Go and go the fuck into traffic, you little bitch? And then he's just And then like, he's like ready to cuss at her, but then all of a sudden turns his head and then whoop, disappears. Just starts playing his Pokemon Go. Onto the freeway. Yeah. And gets hit by like eighty cars, including a truck, <laughs> and then it's like twenty car pile up and it's glorious. Yeah, right. I feel like we need to have like a, a sex scene in there too where she's makes some comment about how she wishes his dick was bigger or he was better in bed or something. Oh my god. Like <laughs> how far are we going route, with this? Jesus. Well we're going silly. You know, like, with my friend sent me a picture of like a ten inch fucking pink that's just- corn dildo and someone wrote underneath it and said, Women are always talking about the beauty level, the like level. Like how are guys supposed to keep up with a ten inch corn cob? <laughs> Mm-mm. What? You come at me with a 10-inch corn cob. I'm, <laughs> I'm screaming and running the fuck out of the bedroom. No fucking thank you. I don't care. Like, maybe if you do porn, you're interested hey, in a big old fucking dong, but I'm, I am not. <laughs> just gut people. That scares the shit out of me. <laughs> and I freak the fuck out every time. So, but that's TMI. So, so, you, so you really think there should be a sex scene? Like, Why I, I have. All if right. we're going silly, if we're going to go silly with it, if we're going to go a little bit silly comedy-esque kind of like direction, okay, why not? Every comedy-esque silly horror movie, not every, but most of them have some kind of a sex scene or some kind of a like sexual-ish scene okay. as part of it. We don't have to do that. Well, I don't I give just, a shit. Like, what do you like want to do with really it, though? Funny. I don't know. Like, I feel like it should be like... Why is it always going to be putting down the man, huh? It doesn't. We, we had to do pick a woman. Her. Now you're making fun of men. No, no we could do it about her. <laughs> I'm just kidding. We could do it about her. That's totally fine. Like, how do you, how would we do it about her? Um, it doesn't have to be about the negative towards the man. It could be negative towards herself too. Like, God, I wish my tits were bigger. And then all of a sudden, her tits are so I, big. I was just, stri- I was totally them. being funny. How about that? She goes, <laughs> man, I wish my tits were like five sizes bigger. And then all of a sudden, she smothers him with her fucking tits, and he's dead. Well, and then she's like realizes she knows for sure that now she does well, have now this power. That would be the solidify. Like she was a little weary with the pet thing, <laughs> which should have solidified. But then it. the giant tit thing that kills her partner, like, would be what really like is the nail in the coffin for her. Right. Like, oh fuck. <laughs> so then, so then, like, somehow it's got to start deteriorating her or something. Like, it has to start taking a toll. Yeah, like it has to like start to like make her turn into some sort of demon. Like she's kind of changing a little bit. And so during this change process, she starts to like turn into like maybe grow a tail and maybe she like, you know what I mean? Like Like her features sharpen. Yeah. Like her cheeks get more sunken in and she's like more uh, bitchy and Mm. like she starts to notice that same glimmer change in her eyes as the man that she signed this contract. with. Right. Maybe she sees it in herself because mm-hmm. she yells in the mirror. She's like, stop being such a fucking bitch or something like that. And then it like pans to this like scary like version of her. Right. It comes back to her. Yeah. Somehow like kind and then of like a five more wishes in the future. <laughs> it'd be kind of funny if like she was having like arguments with herself. Yeah. Like almost like two personalities of herself. Yeah. Like just total split personality. Yeah. Doesn't and maybe that's what she thinks that she's dealing with. So she maybe she starts therapy, right? Because she thinks maybe she has a multiple personality disorder kind of ailment. Well, maybe then this is when she calls Doctor Mister J, because she she puts two and two together. Well, J she calls J up and uh, J of Damien Enterprise. Yeah, like (laughs) so. God, (laughs) it's all for you, Damien. 
Uh, Fuck off. I love that Jumps movie. off the building. I love that <laughs> part. The, the movie's Wee! great. Uh, but anyway, so she calls him up and she kind of puts two and two together. And he said, I've done nothing that you didn't want. Mm-hmm. You've signed and done everything that you wanted to do. I told you from the beginning what I was doing. And you laughed and thought it was a joke. It's not my fault. Mm-hmm. She signed it. So then, so there's got to be a part where, like, the the demon side of her gets a little bit wild and starts killing people, and she's trying to stop it. So, like, like there's got to be a situation where maybe she's seeing somebody or traffic. What? What traffic again? What do you mean again? We the guy walked out with his Pokemon into traffic. Well, I'm talking about her being in the car in traffic or something. Oh. On her way to work or some shit. Or Maybe she rips off the car door and like fucking goes over and gets into a rage. Ooh, road rage. She gets, she gets rear-ended. Yeah. She rips off the car door and then rips off their door. Or they fuck up her Starbucks order. Yeah. And she like fucking like rips the espresso maker from the fucking wall and like <laughs> hits the barista with it. I mean, I, I said pumpkin I don't spice, be... bitch. <laughs> and it gets worse during that time of the month. I'm kidding. <laughs> She's bleeding. Yeah. Oh my god! In the vagina the whole time. So maybe it takes like a, an average thirty days for this whole transformation it needs to, take to take place. Time. But yeah. it needs to be able to be time lapsed in an appropriate way. But so you have that quick like ten days later, one week later, or like what after each incident, I feel like it should be an X amount of days after. Okay. And then you visibly see her progression getting a little bit worse each time like visually how she appears well maybe she doesn't like make this person do anything anymore now she's actually like killing people so when she rips that door off of that car she like somehow kills this person or when she kills the barista with the espresso machine yeah maybe maybe there's a (laughs) cop like on a bike down the road on the on the highway or something like that and he pulls up and he points the gun at her because he sees her kill and she's like she says something to him why don't you turn that gun on yeah. yourself? Point the gun at yourself, you fucking moron, and shoot yourself. And then he, he shoots herself. And then, like, you know, like, chaos is starting to kind of, like, go wild. But she's kind of at the same time realizing she has this power, and she's kind of thirsty for it a little bit. Right. Well, she's getting... Maybe she chairs out the neck of that driver or something like that, and then rips their head off or something like, I'm like rip that. rip your fucking head off for fucking rear-ending me, not paying attention in traffic. Right. And then all of a sudden, blah, and she, like, rips his fucking head off of his body. And what then, if, like, what if the person's, like... Onto the, like, in, I don't know, somewhere. Ooh, gotta I, got it, it I got somewhere. it, I got it, I got it, I got it, I got it. So... She the person rear ends her. She freaks out, rips her door off, then rips the person's door off, and they're like, "Whoa, Jesus! Don't rip my head off!" And, and she then she it. actually rips it off. Yeah, but she has to drop kick it somewhere. <laughs> yeah, something After funny. That. And then the cop tries to shoot her. He turns the gun on himself, kills himself. Yeah. And then uh, now she's like, maybe there's like a love interest of some sort that she's had that kind of brings her back to reality it's a little like a bit. Random girlfriend. Uh, well, we've done that like the last grave plots we did. So. Not yeah, we did. Dirt under nail. The two it. girls fell in love. Like, oh, fuck, you're right. <laughs> so, dog. It's a dog. No. A but she's got a love it's interest. A she doesn't matter who it is, but if it's a guy, cool. She's I got think a it, boyfriend. It's fine. She, yeah. I mean, what's wrong with that? She's, got a, <laughs> she's with a couple. Okay. She's got a wife and a husband. I don't think we need to go there. I don't no. want to make it too wild. She's got a boyfriend. She's got a boyfriend. Then she she tells like he kind of keeps her on oh, yeah, point. Yeah, the sex scene. She's, she's been like she's been like with all the success of her and the business and everything. He hasn't really seen her a whole lot because she hasn't really needed him. But then she like breaks down and needs him because she has these moments of clarity away from the demon or when the demon goes to sleep. And so she sneaks out and like tries to find him and says that she's like a passenger in her own body and she doesn't know what to do and she can't control it or whatever. And then 
then they go to see one of their pothead friends who knows all about demonology or some dumb shit. Weed. You know what I mean? And so like he's like, <laughs> what you need, man, is some fucking weed, bro. And then maybe the demon gets real fucking crazy and they smoke with it and they like get high with the demon. <laughs> I like it. I'm just saying, like, it seems silly, but like Did it could be. you just want to do that voice? Is that what you suggested, the pothead? I don't know. I was, I literally was making it up no, as I, like I was it. saying it. It works for me. <laughs> Weed I just run with whatever idea I got in my head. I like it. Um, so yeah, so like maybe, so then the 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 demon gets high and goes to sleep, like it's trying to force its way through, smoke some weed, and they they learn some demonology from the pothead guy because he's a you know he's got a lot of spare he's, time. He's a renowned demonologist. Yeah, also yeah. A pothead. <laughs> Jerry, the renowned Jerry! demonologist pothead. His name has to be Jerry. It's so good. <laughs> Name's Jerry, Doug like Garcia, Jerry. bro. Yeah, it's Doug or Jerry. Jerry, just like Garcia, bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the other part of Ben and Jerry's. I don't know. I just think it's kind of funny, like, you know, oh, to great. add that little weird flair in there. But anyway, he brings her back to reality a little bit. And then she learns for something from him that changes the story. And, like, maybe, like, she goes on a killing rampage and then they, like, blow a hit in her face or some dumb shit. Like, I know it's so cheesy, but I'm just trying to come up with an ending. Okay. Hit of weed that they blow in her face towards the end. Is that kind of what makes her realize what she, what she's become and what's happening? I don't know. Maybe it just does makes the demon bring, like chill out a little does that bit. bring her back to reality or does that subdue the demon enough? For subdues her? the demon. So it subdues the demon enough for her to be able to take back her own life. <laughs> like she's somehow able to like get a hold of this contract that she's made, this deal with the devil, and she's able to destroy it. Yeah, maybe she has to like. While he's so fucking baked, right in the corner because of Jerry, the weed guy. <laughs> maybe they set up Jay somehow. I'm like Jay and Jerry. Your name's Jay, bro. I just rolled one, bro. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, this is turning into a stoner movie. It totally I love is, it. but I didn't mean I for it. I don't hate it. It's okay. <laughs> I love stoners. So how do we end this though? Like we gotta have a, more kills. I Obviously, want more kills. She's gotta kill Jay. She has to kill Jay. In order to void the contract. Maybe she has to pass the demon on to somebody. Oh, like it follows? Kind of. Like, the only way to get rid of it is to actually... I don't know how to explain it. Like, somehow she's got to get it out of her that way. Do you think she should pass it on to Jerry the Stoner? Because I do. Maybe. Maybe (laughs) he's like, yeah, bro, bring it on, man. I'll take your demon, bro. It's like, I smoke enough weed to keep that demon at bay, bro. Yeah! Oh, my God. I'm sorry. That'd be so funny. (laughs) I love it. So then, and so then, instead, like he like sells his dealers on giving him free weed all the time. He's like, dude, it's been working out like a charm, bro. <laughs> yeah. It's been working out like a charm, bro. <laughs> yeah, man. When he comes out, bro, it makes me crack up, man. I'm like a killer fucking party jammer. Yes. <laughs> so into it. This I'm is sorry. so stupid, but so funny it's in so a way. Great. <laughs> like, please let there be a plethora of fucking weeds fucking pot smoke when you make this vhs cover because i'm so excited so i okay so like, so on her way to get jay be a tongue. she tries to convince jay to meet her because she's like giving in to the evil so she has to kill a couple people and she ends up killing a bunch of evil people like people are rapists child like rapists or like just yeah, weird I shit i feel like she needs to kill some people that deserve to die right like in order to like win his favor some vindication yeah and then when she gets him in his grasp and somehow she finds out some way and she passes it on to that jerry kid you know the pothead <laughs> and so like 
<laughs> I don't know. I think that's kind of funny, but we got to end it like kind of spectacular. Maybe she's like shooting. Like it's got to be where he steps in the way somehow stupidly. Jerry? Yeah. What if she's trying to void the contract in some way, shape or form because Jay's like just incapacitated. Right. Because he's like so fucking high and just like chill. Maybe she just gets him to sign something. So she's getting ready to have him sign. I'm going to give you a house, Jerry. Signs. I'm going to give you a house. Like signs something that voids this contract between her and Jay. And Jerry steps in. Maybe she thinks that she's tricking him, but he knows the whole time. So he's like real happy about it. Yeah. And he's like, whatever, bro, man. I just want to get high, bro. I just want to smoke some more weed, man. <laughs> so her boyfriend will call him Mike, whatever. Yeah. And her like try to trick his friend who's a pothead, who's a wasteoid. And she figured, what harm can he do? Wasteoid. You know what I mean? Like he's never going to even get up off the couch. So like, <laughs> you know what Boyfic. I mean? He uses it to change he's, channels on the TV because he's too lazy to get up. The kind stereotypical of thing. pothead. Right. Yeah. Like he uses that power just for stupid mundane shit. So they figure, well, this is an easy trick. They try to trick him. Um, I think she has to kill, like, we'll say she has to kill, like, six people and put them in a circle and then have Jerry stand in the circle to pass the fucking, I don't know. And then he has to sign it. So they get him baked out of his fucking head and he kind of trips over some of the bodies I and shit. I love your weird flesh blankets, man. <laughs> yeah, whoa, bro. These body pillows are dope as fuck. Yeah, these guys are fucked up, man. They're like fucking red shit everywhere. <laughs> Like, what are you doing? Is this raspberry jelly? What are you doing, Susan? Susan. Oh, yeah, that's her name. <laughs> well, it was Susan. So, but I, I, I really like having the end, like, where he's, like, having this, like, conversation with himself being high. Yeah. And kind of, I don't know. It's kind of ridiculous. I agree. So, I don't know. I think that's pretty good rap on that one. What do you think? I like it. I would, I would watch it. So she has to kill six guys. I, mean, I watched Evil Bong. I'll watch this movie. I think it could be funny. We need to talk to Charles Band. He would make this a hit. He would. <laughs> in a fucking heartbeat. Um, so what do you guys think? Uh, do you do you like where we went with this? I, I don't know why it went pot humor, but it did. And uh, I don't know. We haven't done one of those before. so It's always like sex and pot humor at some point. At some, some point. point. Yeah, but there's that's a pretty big trope in uh, horror movies in general. That's going to be a really fun fucking VHS cover. <laughs> yeah, oh, Please God. Please make the fucking pot smoke the devil tongue. I kind of have an idea already. I'm um, ready. I'm excited. I, I don't know how I'm going to be able to pull it off because I got to like pull from other material. I'm like, I'm not a pot smoker, but this is hilarious to me. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. What do you think? The, so the tagline, do you think this is not realty? Yeah. This yes, is not that, yes, reality. Please. Realty. This is not realty. This, that's so good. <laughs> so good. And then, uh, yeah, I think that's a pretty good... Uh, what do you guys think? Would, would you come up with something better? Like, should we have changed it? Let's hear your opinions. We don't mind. Sound off in the comments yes. section. Yes. Let us know in our YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes is now up, guys. If you haven't already, please do give us a rating. It goes a long way. But um, we'll have the, the VHS cover up for this and everything for you on today. So Aye. if you want to check out the cover and go to our uh, longlivethevoid.com to check out the episode. Monday. It'll be in the list notes. Yay! But don't forget, guys, we're going to be back on Thursday to be doing the Ghoulies 1 and 2. Unruly Ghoulies. Unruly Ghoulies. 1 and 2. Now I'm going to be talking like a pothead like I all know. the time. I feel like we should be stoned, but we're not. Right, but yeah, I uh, smoke the weeds. I think uh, we got a, we got some pretty cool things planned for you. Uh, also, 
after Thursday. Yes, coming up next week. Yeah, Holy shit, guys. We're going to be watching the It movie, um, and we're going to actually, for the first time, do a pretty much back-to-back review of it. We're going to do a spoiler-free review first in the first part of the section, so we'll do our horror shots, news, and everything like that. And then we're going to have Brittany here, of course, but we'll also have Christina, my girlfriend, and our friend Josh, who has actually read the entire book Multiple times. Many times. I don't know how many, but I I don't want to guess, but probably like 10 or 15 times. Yay. So he's going to give us a lot of insight on the the new It remake, and we'll have that for you on an episode the following week. But for this Thursday, Ghoulies 2, 1 and 2 for next week. So definitely come back for that. And thanks so much for stopping by, guys. We appreciate all the love and support you give us. Stay weird, monsters. Yeah, that's